You're listening to Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts, Season 4, Episode 3, titled Fighting Bulls. Welcome everyone, this is Jim, and I'm here with Bill. It's time for more Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. How are you today, Bill? I am doing good, Jim. So, we already had two episodes from this season that we used for the Nintendo 3DS game. Uh, 358 over two days, um, which turned into a movie. Mm-hmm. Now we're starting Birth by Sleep. Now we've chosen, well, not that we've chosen. We're going to go over each character. And for Terra, who's the first character we're going to look at, we're going by our normal format. So the next couple of episodes are going to be the older format of half hour watch you know half hour watch not watches half hour you watch and then summarize it mm-hmm. and we kind of talk about it uh and then when we get to ventus and aqua one of them will be done in one episode and the other will be done in a watch along format uh similar to how we did 358 over two days yes so bill what were you expecting going into birth by sleep well to be honest, I really wasn't sure what to expect. Um, I, f- I figured at most we wouldn't get Sora and Kyrie and Riku. That That's about as – and maybe Donald and Goofy, maybe we don't get. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm kind of thinking in a way it would kind of be like 358 over two days. Okay. So – We'll see how it goes as we go along with this. Which, to reiterate, you were a fan of the 358 over two days story. Yes. So it's going to be interesting how you look at this and if it actually hurts that this one will be after, you know, that last one left a good impression on you. Mm -hmm. Of course, this was a PlayStation Plus game. I did have a PlayStation Plus um, PSP, uh, the old handheld system. And I remember I actually only got the system to play this game. Ah. So, uh, and I also remember being really amazed on how everything looked at that time as well. All right, Bill, so let's start off with the recap. Go on ahead. Okay, so we begin on the island. Um, So we start basically where the first Kingdom Hearts game began, was on the island. Mm. And... There's a guy looking at the sun. And then it quickly turns to night. And there's a guy who's dressed in a black hoodie, you know, and I'm thinking, oh, we've already got Organization 13. Right. And he has, in his one hand, he has a body. Like he's holding a body Mm -hmm. in his hand. And. It was kind of uncomfortable seeing this because I'm I'm like kind of confused at where this is going. So the guy lays this body on one of the like Hawaiian like island trees. Yeah. And we go into his head. And it's kind of this was kind of weird because it was. A kid, a boy, and I'll mention who it is in a a minute or two. Okay. 
it's like he's having a discussion with somebody. I don't know if it's himself or if it's somebody else. Yeah, it's, it's familiar from, if you remember in Kingdom Hearts 1, there was that voice that didn't have, that, that the character on the screen could understand, but we're just getting text for it. Mm-hmm. So he has this discussion, and then we leave, and then he wakes up in this white cloth that he's wrapped in, raises his arm, and a keyblade pops up. Mm-hmm. And the guy in the black is like, ah, he has the keyblade. So this is another person that can control a keyblade. Right. So we then go to a bedroom and the same kid wakes up and he sees a couple of shooting stars and he's like, it's a meteor shower. Mm-hmm. So um, then it goes into where we find out that where we are at, which is called the land of departure. Yes. Which I have to say is a really nice name for a le- or for a place. Okay. The Why do you say that? Departure. I don't know. It's, it's original. It's different. I just like the name. Okay, that's fair. You so, know, one, one episode at some point in the future, we should go, uh, just an idea that popped into my mind. I'm really curious to know what names you have seen that you do not like in general. That, like, but I think that might be an episode in the future, actually. Yeah, I might have to do like a lot of research <laughs> well, for I mean, that. Well, I could just send you a link probably where there's a bunch of title cards. I'm sure that mm-hmm. exists somewhere on the internet. Yeah. So, I mean, it won't be that hard, but I'll be curious yeah. what names you like and which names don't you like. Mm-hmm. This is an early candidate, folks, for the like list for Bill. Mm-hmm. And speaking of um, like, I want to kind of transition us to the Board of Love and Hate. Now, Bill will not be adding anyone to the Board of Love and Hate this episode. However, as the season continues, I think what's going to happen is after each of these three characters' story you're going to probably go back to the board of love and hate and Mm -hmm. add um, or will add or put someone in the middle to be determined. Right. Right. So we're at the land of departure. Go ahead. And we find out the boy's name is Ventus and he sits and he's watching. And then here comes this girl whose name is Aqua. So it's like, Wow, an act, like a normal name for once. <laughs> like, you, I mean, I mean, not saying like Kyrie wasn't normal and Sora wasn't normal, but it's like, wow, Aqua, a name I could actually say. Right. So they, you know, they're talking and they're looking up at the sky, and then here comes the person that I chose to do first. And I had to wait nine minutes to <laughs> finally see him. You know, I was think I was thinking about that because I was like, oh yeah, that's right. They go through the tutorial on whatever character you choose. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is after you play through one of them, the other two you can, um, I believe, hit start and say skip tutorial. Right. Which is here, Tara. Yes. So they're hanging out, and. Aqua 
made a gift for herself and for Terra and also for Ventus. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of a kind of a good luck charm is how they described it. Because Terra and Aqua tomorrow have this test for mastery. Right, the mark of mastery. Yeah, the mark of mastery. By the way, I want to kind of rewind a little bit here in that when Aqua wakes up then, it is very similar to Kingdom Hearts 1 when Kyrie wakes up Sora. Mm-hmm. It is, in a, in a way. It kind of is. So, yeah, yeah, where, where it's, it's the shot where he lays down and then he opens his eyes and all of a sudden Aqua is, like, looking at him. Yep. That's how... Sora was with Kyrie in Kingdom Hearts 1. And the, I, I want to go back a little bit because there was one line that I liked where Aku was saying to Terra and Ven, like, you know, it's a good thing you two aren't brothers. Right. And I was like, ah, okay. Um, So they leave and we find out that this is the final night the three of them would be together under the stars. I forgot that there was that really ominous line. I have the line written here exactly. It's, um, that would be the last night we ever spent, uh, beneath the stars. Yeah. Obviously there's no, and I, you know, what's funny. I, on the, uh, on my notes here, after that, I have a picture of a sad face. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> so, then, yeah, what happens next, Bill? Yeah, then we see Mickey Mouse, <laughs> and he's on a book, and it looks like he's going to drown. How did we get from one aspect? Here's these three friends, and they're gonna they're foreshadowing that something's bad's gonna happen. Then, oh, it's me mm-hmm. on a book in the water. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> so, and then he. Gets, well, actually, he doesn't get out of it. He has help from Yensid. Does hey. he, though? I don't know if there's any proof of anyone helping anyone. I don't know how he gets <laughs> out of being in the water to just popping up there. And it's like, we haven't seen Yensid since, like, the first hour of Kingdom Hearts 2? Kind of? Yeah, so, that's true. I guess they never really went back there in Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. It's very true. So... And that would be the first, uh... When you say the first hour, you mean, like, the fifth first hour. Mm Mm-hmm. Remember, it was a very long opening. It was. So, Yensid has this bad... He's got this look on his face. Like, something is happening. And Mickey is wondering what's going on as well, which we'll find out right now. Because... Terra and Aqua are at the Mark of Mastery test. And I want to say the guy who's talking is Mark Hamill. Am yes. I correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. I was going to tell you that ahead of time. I was like, you know what? I'll, let me see if he recognizes the voice for either Mark Hamill or for either Ericus or the other person. I don't know if I don't I don't know if when you're going to say his name. But did you notice that voice? Well, no. All right. Well, why don't you say who it is? Well, because there's a special guest at this Mark of Mastery test. It is Xehanort. He he did talk this episode, right? Now he, that did. I'm thinking, he did. He okay. did. Uh, Leonard Nimoy. Wow. 
Wow, Leonard Nimoy. So it's really something that the two masters are Mark Hamill and Leonard Nimoy. Star Wars and Star Trek together is one, folks. Also, by the way, you know how Yensid is like Disney spelled backwards? Yeah. Ericus is square spelled backwards. Ah, <laughs> I like that. So I guess they're like, oh, we have to do that. Uh, are you not bothered by the fact that his name is Xehanort? Mm, I don't know. I never really thought of it. Okay. Because I feel like you were mentioning earlier how that's you like some of the more complicated names. I feel like that would have been one for you. Actually, I think I figured out what Xehanort is, like, if you take the X out. Oh, really? Do you want to say that right now? Another. I mean, it could be that. It also could be I, something else. But now that you're saying that. It's a thought. No, it is It is another. I don't think I've ever associated. That's not what most Kingdom Hearts people associate it with. But we'll talk about that at another time. Another time. But yeah. guess what? Now they're going to start fighting balls. Yep. Yeah, they're going to start fighting balls. This is the first part of their Mark of Mastery test. And Ven is there. He's there in support. So one of the balls does go for Vent, but they take care of that. So they fight him off, and then we get the second test, which is they have to fight each other. Tara tries to use the darkness or tries to, like, hide the dark because, like, it's coming out of his hand and, like, he's not really sure if he is going to use it or not. So... They get done with the test, and it is decided that Aqua has passed the Mark of Mastery. Terra, on the other hand, has failed. Right. He cannot control the dark. So Aqua is happy. Terra is disappointed about what has happened. So Terra walks away. He needs some time. And Xehanort comes by and Tara talks about how he couldn't control, you know, like his darkness inside him. And and it's kind of kind of reminding me of Riku from some of the earlier games where he's talking about how he can't really control, you know, like yeah. the darkness. Well, specifically, I probably chain of memories when yeah. we did Riku's story. Yeah. So then um, Master Iroquois. Did I say that right? Uh, almost. Ericus. Ericus. Okay. Because they didn't really say his name in this first half hour. Oh, yeah. Maybe not. Maybe I jumped the gun a little bit. But it's there. okay. I'll, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> so he's talking to Yensid, or supposedly he's talking to Yensid. And he's being told about this new enemy, this new thing called the Unversed. And they have no idea, you know, what it is or how you beat it. So Aqua and Terra are going to go on this quest. And the master tells Terra, basically, you're like a son to me. I'm going to give you another chance to pass the mark of mastery. Which kind of takes... Uh, Aqua by surprise because he says this right in front of her and she has this look of like wow 
Dang. <laughs> Way to put me down. By the way, when uh, when Eric is, um, talks to talks, doesn't he mention something about the princesses of heart? Yes. Yes, he does. Okay, that's why I to throw that in there. Because I feel like that gives you an idea of maybe a time of when this is happening. Which kind of surprised me because I only thought of that as like the one story from – like the one big story from the first game. Right. So they go and Vent wants to help Tara, but Tara decides to go on his own basically. Mm-hmm. So – he goes. Well, Ventus and, also tries to stop him at some yeah. point. And I recognize the place right away, which is very like usually I. I'm don't. very surprised by that because I feel like it's one of the more obscure Disney movies these days. Like, I'm very surprised you knew it right away. I think it's the animation, like the okay. background. So. Um, Tara fights some unversed, and then it's pretty much confirmed they are in the world of Sleeping Beauty. Right. And the name of this is called Enchanted Dominion. And by the way, I love the theme for Enchanted Dominion. Mm -hmm. The kind of sad, sombering music that's in the overworld. Yeah. So, Tara walks, and he sees the castle. And there's Maleficent. And my first thought was, oh, I wonder if she's continuing looking for a place to live. Yeah, right. <laughs> after, after Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. So, she asks Tara, why are you still awake? Because uh, one of the good witches put everyone... In a sleep. Right, just and like the movie. Just like the movie. And just like the book, really. Which is, which so, it's weird, because that's so, we know as people that watch Sleeping Beauty, where it is in the story, which is kind of in the middle, actually. It's not, like, in the, even in the beginning. Because mm-hmm. in the beginning of Sleeping Beauty, everyone's wide awake, and everyone's celebrating Princess Aurora's birthday, and, mm-hmm. and then it's just, Maleficent got mad that she wasn't invited. Yep. And that's how a motion picture is made. And that's a, she, she was so upset that she was not invited to Aurora's birthday. She cursed Aurora, and that is very, very spiteful. You know, I'm, I'm curious. Have you ever watched the new Maleficent, the, like, the movie Maleficent? No, but I really want to. I kind of wanted to right after like I started doing my notes for this, because I never have as well. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think that there's a Maleficent 2 yet. Mm, I don't know. Because I remember sure. the first one being heavily, like, advertised, like, TV and everywhere. Well, it was also, I think it was a big deal, especially at that time, because they don't necessarily focus on a villain story as a major, you know, full-length movie. Mm-hmm. And they had the perfect person mm-hmm. playing Maleficent in Angelina Jolie. Right. I thought that was the perfect choice. And then they had the cover of Once Upon a Dream. 
Mm-hmm. Which oh, I, I did hear that. I did I hear that. Love I like that one. That version. Yeah, yeah. It's so dark and oh, I love that version. But anyway, um, back back to our regular right. scheduled. When story. Te- when Terra met Maleficent. Yes. Uh, they introduce each other, and she explains that she's trying to get to the heart of the princesses. And, you know, she's not really sure how to. And Tara's trying to stop, you know, more of the unversed coming. So he goes into the castle. Mm-hmm. And, well, wait, wait, before we do that, wait. before we go into that, I want to bring up something that I laughed at. One of the things that Tara says to Maleficent uh, was, you know, he, he's asking about where, if you've heard of a name, someone named Xehanort. And then they talk about the unversed, and Maleficent says something to the effect, why would I, uh, I don't know, something like relegate myself to things so base? Mm-hmm. And then Tara goes, yeah, they are base. I'm like, what does that even mean? Yeah, what is what that does it mean? mean to be base? I don't understand. It's like it's like nowadays where the kids are like, oh, they're sus. Right, exactly. Is is it one of you know what? Let's look it up right now. You have your phone ready. We're gonna, is there a definition for the word base? All right, let me look it up. Look it up in the dictionary, I, or wherever you're gonna get it from. Because now I'm curious, and I don't have my phone on me, so I can't do it myself. All right. Um, let's... But I, while you're doing that, I really like the Terra and Maleficent dialogue. It's interesting that Terra had struggled with darkness and then the absolute first person he meets when going into another world is maleficent i think that's very very like very very interesting and very well done in regards to that Hmm. the definition for base there are so many different definitions of base and it's all like math related i'm gonna i'm gonna try urban dictionary because they're pretty good about that okay but yeah, I really enjoy the the first Terror and Maleficent encounter. One thing that you should know, Bill, because I, I I already kind of told you what the format for this game is. You're three different characters, and you're all going to the same places, but you're going at different times. So there might be a case where, uh, you know, someone else, one of the other two, are going to come into this world. But it won't always be like after or before. I think it switches on and off. So you're gonna have to kind of piece together things as you go when you're when doing this. All right. One definition of base, according to Urban Dictionary, good, awesome. Well, that's definitely not what terror means. Definitely not it. Means <laughs> okay. Um. An abbreviation of basically, kind of figured that. Oh, here we go. Describe something or someone that sucks or blows is lame, <laughs> stupid, dumb, weak, boring, <laughs> gimp, pathetic, or annoying. Wow, okay. Uh, here, I'll use a sentence. Yeah, please. Kid, do we have math homework? Teacher says yes. Kid says, damn, that's base. A lot of insults for a word that no one would associate with insults. No, I would not. <laughs> All right, so Tara sees Aurora, aka Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. And Maleficent pops up. All of a sudden, 
in the room. And I'm thinking to myself, no, Tara's not going to try to wake her up, is he? And Tara and Maleficent have a little more of a discussion, and that's the end of the 30 minutes. Oh, so what is, what's what's Maleficent and Tara going to do now? Is Tara just going to wake Aurora up? Is Maleficent going to do something else crazy? Or what, what do you think? I mean, let's get right I, into it. Theories I, and predictions. I thought this version of Maleficent was actually more calm, more collected with herself. Like, she's not angry at everyone and everything. In fairness, nothing has happened to nothing her Nothing has happened, right. In fact, she's basically got her way. Well, I mean, you know, she wasn't invited to the kid's birthday party, but then she put, she successfully put Aurora to sleep, because mm-hmm. that's the point where we're at now. Yep. And then Flora, the fairy, was the one that put the whole kingdom to sleep. So she's on cloud nine right now. She already, she is one at this point. Yeah. So I think that's why she's not as upset as she might have appeared in other games. The thing that kind of in, actually intrigued me, now that I'm thinking about it, is the fact that she was on the bridge going to the castle. So was she, like, leaving the castle, or was she, like, standing as guard to make sure no one tries to save the people in the castle. Mm-hmm. That's a good that's a good question because I would have not thought of Maleficent being like on the bridge of the castle. Right. So that does have me wondering. Um well, here's a question for you. So do you think that she is telling the truth or lying in that she doesn't know a Xehanort? I'm going to say she's telling the truth. Okay. Well, maybe we'll find out next time, but I'll tell you right now, just as a little preview for you for the next uh, half-hour recap that we're going to do, the boss of this world for Terra, because that's another another thing you're going to notice for the different worlds uh some of them have different bosses because okay. again all three are different stories i think it's one of the most creative boss battles um definitely in this game and maybe overall in the series i don't know why i just think it's a very very creative boss battle for right. for Terra in this world uh, well, then I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm pretty sure you're going to hit it on the next half hour. All right, Bill, so where can people find you? And then I'll head us out of here. All right. You guys can find me on Twitter at House of Bill. And you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Billiam85. All right. And as for me, that's podcasting.com. And that's podcasting on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll catch you next time for some more Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts.